Today on Prehistoric Podcast, we're going to be doing a review on Amazing Dino World. And I'm Dylan. This is Nick. Prehistoric Podcast! Alright guys. Before we get into the main topic today... I wanted to talk a little bit more about the T-Rex chicken. We looked it up, and there's a guy named Dr. Jack Horner. He's a real paleontologist. What had happened when he found a gigantic femur bone of a T-Rex? He had to chop it on half because it wouldn't fit in the helicopter. And he found, like, this tissue in it. He found soft tissue in it. He actually found... As we discussed in an earlier episode, DNA actually doesn't last. So they couldn't get any DNA, but what they did get was protein. And, quote, These results match predictions made from the skeletal anatomy, providing the first molecular evidence for evolutionary relationships of a non-avian dinosaur. In the first analysis of proteins extracted from dinosaur bones, scientists say they have established more firmly than ever that the closest living relatives of the mighty predator Tyrannosaurus rex are modern birds. In fact, the scientists said T-Rex shared more of its genetic makeup with ostriches and chickens than with living reptiles like alligators. Yeah. So, but they evolved from lizards. They also, in this article that I will link to in the show notes, they talk a, a little bit more about the dinosaur-chicken de-evolution thing where... They're turning off the, the markers in the, the DNA to turn the chickens and chicken embryos into, into dinosaurs. So I'll post a YouTube video to that. All right, let's move on to our review of Amazing Dino World. All right, Dylan, where can somebody watch Amazing Dino World? On Curiosity Stream. Yeah, that's what we subscribe to. I think it's only like 10 or 12 bucks a year to have Curiosity Stream, so it's, it's well worth it, right? But yeah. this one, the reason we're doing this review is this is a modern documentary made by the Japanese broadcasting company. They went over the top with the feathered dinosaurs. Let's talk about the first episode, Feathered Dinosaurs, and, and how did it start out? Well, the main dinosaur was Dinochirus. Yep. And in the, the very first part, he was getting chased by a T-Rex, and then he fell down a cliff, and then the other, the other Dinochirus got eaten. Yeah, the T-Rex ate his parents. Yeah. He was running along with his parents, and can describe what Dinochirus looks like. He See, looks like, basically, like a Spinosaurus with, that eats... It looks like Big Bird... From Sesame Street. Not really. Except, like, elongated. Uh, uh, yeah, it's a goofy-looking dinosaur. It has, like, a long snout like a Spinosaurus, but it has no teeth. But what? don't think of a Spinosaurus from, or at least the way they portrayed it in Jurassic Park. This thing's covered head-to-toe like Big Bird. And it has a, a small sail on its back. It right? did have a small sail, but the sail was also looked like a stuffed animal almost. And, it and basically it, made it look more bigger to predators. Yeah, and it, it was an herbivore. And when they first found this dinosaur, 
they just found two gigantic arms so they thought this was like a huge super predator like a giant tyrannosaur so its name means terrible hand yeah horrible, horrible hand. hand sorry and what happened next we saw what i thought was a u-tyrannus but what was it it was a nagusaurus and it was hunting a troodon the smartest dinosaur and what was cool is they showed the nagusaurus in alaska and it was covered head to toe in white fur which makes sense because you got panda bears you got our panda bears you got you polar, got bears. polar bears arctic fox seals seals all these creatures up here evolved At least baby seals have. camouflage of white fur so it would make sense that a nacusaurus would be covered or a u-tyrannus u-tyrannus as well is a u-tyrannus also from alaska well i want i don't know but it's from somewhere cold i thought it was maybe they found it up in canada somewhere but i'm not 100 percent sure but it was somewhere somewhere cold well u-tyrannus is the first large predator they found that had clear and, evidence of being covered in fur. and they believed that the pachyrhinosaurus was basically like a mammoth it had like fur all over it yeah they had well i mean to survive in alaska you would need some sort of protection even in the cretaceous it had a brutal winter yeah i mean you're talking six months without the sun right or yeah something even like the ceratopsians had feathers and i've read some criticism that people think that amazing dino world went over the top a little bit with the fur but what do you with the feathers what do you think oh i think it's realistic yeah and so one of the coolest parts was these little predators were attacking the dinochirus. What was that? What were those little predators? They were small theropods. Some kind of relative of Velociraptor. It could have been Velociraptor because there was a Protoceratops, and Protoceratops lived with Velociraptor, okay. but it wasn't Velociraptor. Well, I don't know what it was, but the Dinochirus was smacking them around, and they were flying away in One slow motion. One time, it picked them up with its mouth and threw it. <laughs> That was really fun to watch. And one for of, sure. even with all that attacking, it's one of them still got on the egg. Yeah, one of them got one egg. Yeah, that was really cool. And then they would cut back and forth to actual modern day shots of the scientists at fossil digs explaining the different things. Yeah. Anything else you remember about episode one? The Troodon would actually use a bug and put it in the water, and then it would snap when the fish came out to eat it. It would snap and eat the fish. So they were talking about how the Truodon was just one of the smartest dinosaurs, if not the smartest dinosaur, and he outsmarted the Nagusaurus. They said when that his brain was three times the size of a T-Rex. Yeah, one of the smartest dinosaurs, if not the smartest dinosaur, right? Yeah, I think it was the smartest. They so said the, it was. The Truodon was pretty cool. It's a small dinosaur, I would say, maybe like as big as Dylan, right? Yeah. About the size of a 10-year-old. Maybe bigger. Maybe a little bit bigger than a Dylan. You think he's as big as Dad? Yeah. The 260-pound dinosaur? Maybe a little bit lighter just because of hollow bones like a bird. Hollow bones like a bird with the air sacs yeah. in, inside the bones. That, that brings up a, a fun point. Dylan and I are taking a dinosaur course, and it's free for anyone that wants to take it on Coursera. If you want to take that course with us, Coursera... And it's called Dinos 101. But the first one's really easy, even for someone who knows nothing about dinosaurs. Like, they have a... Which ones are vertebrates? An octopus, a shark, a human, and a snake. 
Well, they also asked if a Dimetrodon and a Mammoth were dinosaurs, and scoff. You know, maybe if you didn't know anything about dinosaurs, you might have guessed Dimetrodon was a dinosaur, but, you know, that's kind of, uh, one, that it truly is 101 so far, but I think that it's going to get harder. Right now, we're learning how to identify different classes of dinosaurs based on their hip the, the two main the, classes the two main classes saurischians and ornithians and based on their lizard pelvis lizard hip theropods evolved into birds that's yeah. confusing well that's because they named the different types of dinosaurs there are two main classes of dinosaurs saurischians which means lizard hipped and ornithischians which means bird hip, but they didn't know about the actual connection to birds. Let's move on to episode two. Which was about Mosasaurus, and let's start with the first Mosasaurus, which was basically a little lizard that walked around on the shore and ate, like, lobsters and stuff. Proto-Mosasaurus. And the reason that Proto-Mosasaurus started to have to swim more and more to get its food because with the di the rise of the dinosaurs basically it was being predated upon uh, in other words dinosaurs were trying to eat it so like there are like five protomosasaurs and only one made it into the water that's called selection so that means only the best swimmers would start to survive and then over generation generation thousands and thousands of years they're spending more time in the water so more water-like attributes would be selected. And they said the large uh, marine reptiles hadn't evolved, so there weren't very many right. marine reptiles to challenge them. So in the water, he was much safer from the predators of the day. So over the years, Proto-Mosasaurus developed into Mosasaurus, who, as we covered in episode one, was about half the size of a Jurassic Park Mosasaurus, if you've seen Jurassic World. But it was World. still bigger than T-Rex, which was the largest carnivore. You're going to have to refresh my memory. What happened to our Mosasaurus in the second episode? He gave live birth to babies. Oh, yeah, that's a really cool trait. He's one of the few marine reptiles that didn't lay eggs. I think right? it was or Mosasaurus that could do that. Ichthyosaurs also gave no, live birth. No, I think I remember they said plesiosaurs do it too. Oh, wow, so a that's, lot of them. That's basically most of them. That's basically most of them, right, live birth, not But the turtles eggs. still laid it on land. Other reptile types were still laying eggs. So what would you rate out of uh, zero to five T-Rex skulls, uh, Amazing Dino World on Curiosity I'd Street? say five. So I five? learned a lot on that one. And they didn't stick with the common ones. What was your favorite part from the two episodes? I think the the Dinocarus versus Raptor battle. The Nan Nanukasaurus scene where he's chasing that Truodon because that was one of the coolest. And the Dinocarus battle. I've ever seen. Oh, so now we're totally watching it again. Yeah, uh, like not today. Not today, but you're gonna watch it. Yeah. All right. What are what are some of the documentaries we're not gonna review today? But some of the documentaries we've been watching that we might want to review. Walking with dinosaurs, beasts. And monsters. We didn't finish Beast yet. And cavemen as well. We um, didn't finish Beast yet. We didn't finish Beast. We watched Walking with Dinosaurs first. Then we watched Walking with Monsters. Which has Dimetrodon. Which is life before the dinosaurs. So it's like Dimetrodon, Fish, yeah. Gronto, Scorpio. And we're watching and, and walking with 
beasts they had it wasn't a terror bird but some bird like a predatory bird like a terror it bird. wasn't the actual terror bird. and that era after the cretaceous extinction and then walking with cavemen i assume will be about human evolution and dylan's going to watch that begrudgingly but he still has to watch it i'm probably not going to want to that's gonna yeah, he's be not a... going to want to but I, i'm going to make him do it oh come on, come on. <laughs> dylan doesn't like humans but uh and but I'm, this is the prehistoric podcast. And that's so. going to make me do a how-to-draw book about them. Well, I wanted to do a how-to-draw book about human evolution. It's not like I'm going to draw a caveman or but, humans. Yeah, the humans are only at the end of human evolution. Hey, gang, I hope you enjoyed the show. I'd encourage you to go over to prehistoricpodcast.com and check out the show notes. We always upload... Lots of cool facts and YouTube videos and things like that on each post, so hope to see you over there.